Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Hosts Nick, Mike, and Chad take their water cooler talk from the office to the web as they discuss their favorite movies, shows, and all other content in between. In this week's episode, the boys portal hop through the exciting new show detailing the beginnings of the kaiju hunting bureaucrats and learn what happened between G-Day and Godzilla's true display of power in King of the Monsters. So, what's Monarch Legacy of Monsters? Welcome to Showboys. Uh, we're here. It's another Thursday. I'm really excited about the topic tonight. It may or may not be like an hour past our normal recording time, uh, but that is rather Your here fault. nor there. Um, <clears throat> but yes, we're here. Excited. We're going to be talking about uh, the first of hopefully multiple seasons of Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Ten uh, seasons. Apple wow. TV Plus. Um, we're going to go through our thoughts and... Um, kind of review season one um but before we do that uh i'm joined here with my two good friends and fellow hosts pixel nick and dad uh how are you guys doing tonight nick i'm doing I want good. you to I'm answer for both you and jeff hey, hey, i'm doing great more than- dad's dad's doing good he he took his mic from outside of the pillow and <laughs> yeah. it's now in front of his face um but i'm good i'm good um had a very exciting lego week um my my castle came and i've been just addicted to um lego valheim um actual lego valheim not lego yeah, Fortnite. literal lego valheim literal literal dad how are you i mean i'm good just like you said no longer <laughs> suffocating under a pillow which is always yeah. good and the other just updates? like you said <laughs> Just slaving away. Um, yeah, I've, I've my my workload has um, exploded. Um, a lot of Dang work on Pokemon. my plate. Yeah, hey, season three cool, over. By the way, cool update about it. Working on the final battle, which is yeah. really fun. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. So look look uh, look for that. Yeah, Friday. Uh, from the, the date of this video, this coming Friday will be the season finale of season three, Poke Boys. We covered Pokemon Bushido. It's been real fun. Um, I always love the seasons of of Pokemon or Poke Boys, but man, when we get to the end of the season, I'm also like so excited to have a break because <laughs> we do take some time in between Poke Boys seasons, um, and adding a full slate of another podcast on the plate uh while super fun to do and i really enjoy it uh kind of makes life a little hectic um so that's how i um, felt when we did campaign series yeah yeah like super fun while you're doing it but then towards the end you're like okay i could use like some free time (laughs) use my sunday evenings back yeah yeah can Um, i also say that the pokemon showdown is a lot of fun yeah um just like a totally different spin on the Pokemon universe, um, which spin. I um, am trying to drag my kids into playing it with me because it's so much fun. 
Yeah, Pokemon yeah. Showdown's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, check that out. Uh, but tonight we're talking about Godzilla, which oh. um, I'm so no, excited. I'm so excited. I mean, he's I'm... literally in this show. Oh, okay. It's literally about him. It, it is about him, kind Roughly. of. Roughly. <laughs> like, it's like, about his world. <laughs> like a quarter a quarter of the show is about him. Yeah, it's just, it's Godzilla's world. We're just all living in it. Godzilla. Um, Godzilla. But yeah, uh, before we do that, uh, thank you to our top tier patrons, Tim B, Yusuf H, and all of our other lovely patrons you guys rule. We, we appreciate you. your support. Yeah, you help, uh, you know, keep the lights on uh, around here and help us uh, be able to continue to make content for you guys. Uh, you help some interested. of us. What? 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 I was going to say, you help some of us move to uh, very yes. nice places. Yes, exactly. With lots Thank of you. lights. Like, it looks like you're lit over there. You got every light yes. on, or is it just one Super really No, I actually have only one light on. And then, like, that's ridiculous. A Google Chrome screen that does not have dark mode on this website. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Um, anyways. Wow. Thank you guys. If you're interested in uh, learning how you can financially support the podcast or what we offer on our Patreon, head over to patreon.com slash showboys podcast. All it. right. I got to get uh, the elephant out of the bag or however that saying goes. Dad. Sure. Yeah. Did you I finish did. Monarch Legacy of Monsters? <laughs> I did, yes. I actually All right. did. Dude, this is going to be a great Woo! episode then. <laughs> Maybe. Um, all right, so you, you know how it goes. So you're, we're, we'll go with our just overall thoughts, Nick. Just overall spoiler-free reaction to season one. How were you yeah. enjoying it? What would you think? I thought it was great. I really, I really liked it. And every time I watch a MonsterVerse... Godzilla, Mon- I, don't, I think the monster verse is something else. This is like it, Godzilla when you Converse. say monster verse, but I think of like the uh, Universal yeah. Studios, like Dracula and Werewolf. Correct. <clears throat> so not they, they need a new. They definitely need a new name. Do they call that this? Do they call this that too? <laughs> I think they. <laughs> I think they called the Godzilla verse the monster verse. Yeah, yeah, that's good because I always think about that too. I think about both when I say them. Um, so you, mm-hmm. there's always context clues, so you know what I'm talking about. But no, yeah, I liked it um, a lot. And every time I watch a Godzilla and or Kong thing, it makes me realize how much I want to watch more of them or rewatch them again. Um, mm-hmm. So I think really easily they're like passable content where they're just like monster, you know, big, big creature doomsday thrillers um but what they how much how much detail they bake into like the other stories that are going on is so cool um Mm -hmm. and how they're kind of weaving things together so i thought i think i always think i would always appreciate that um and they do that very well in this um not without its issues but uh i am a big fan big fan yeah uh dad first how did you like the show and second how many um pieces of the we'll we'll call it the monarch verse no that's that still doesn't sound great uh but how many of the other pieces of the godzilla universe have you watched i believe it's kong skull island the 2014 godzilla godzilla king of the monsters and then godzilla first kong and then now this show so i i enjoyed the show it was good um 
a lot of different things um, really piqued my interest in the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the, the graphics were gorgeous. Um, the acting, we can get into that later, but I had some issues with some of the actors, actresses. Um, as far as what I've seen before, not many. Um, the I think I enjoyed Kong the most because I feel like oh, sorry, <laughs> I thought you meant in this show. No, no. <laughs> no, 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 out of movie. It really took a while for you then. <laughs> um, the very yeah, never mind. Um, out of the movies, yeah, I, I like Kong. But I, that's only because I feel like they they made so many freaking Godzilla movies that I was Godzilla. just like over it. <laughs> like I just it kind of went downhill for me after the first one, you know. Man, twenty fourteen Godzilla was awesome. Hollywood kind of butchered it, um, as they do with uh, most things nowadays. Um, but no, this was this was really really good. Interesting. Spoiler free. Interesting. 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 Are we doing a rating scale on this? Well, we'll get to that later. Uh, we'll see <laughs> where where that. You're just gonna like throw it <laughs> at us. Here, do <laughs> this. Uh, four spaghetti noodles out of seventeen. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, I uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this, and I am a huge fan of this. Like little cinematic universe they're building here. Um, I love, I love these movies, like the Kaiju stuff, the giant, like creature flicks, like give me all of them. They're uh, to use a phrase that we love using around here, just very fun movies. And it's just, they're, they're the kind of movies you go to. And I don't expect really anything out of them other than like, I just want to see a giant epic looking CGI, like nuclear lizard fight, like another giant, awesome looking CGI creature, whatever else happens. Like, as long as it's not like atrocious, um, um, and surprisingly, uh, the 2014 Godzilla with Brian Cranston was really cool. Um, I didn't watch Kong until, I think like last summer, actually. <laughs> so it'd been quite a while, but uh, 2014 Godzilla was great. King of the Monsters was great. Nick and I went and saw Godzilla vs. Kong in theaters Aww. together. It was a fun little little showboys date, you know. Go back. Great. Um, yeah, sign me up. And th- this show was was really cool because it's focused more... Well, I don't know if that's even correct to say because there was a good amount of titans in, in in the series as a whole but like seeing it for uh, uh like to the human aspect and the monarch side of things it's really interesting um yeah spoiler free thought it was really fun really awesome so that it's over i just stumbled upon something how much of these movies are connected to this show? All of them. All of them. 
Oh, okay. I did not know. I because I was looking at Kong Skull Island. Yeah, and Randa's in it. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's cool, Mr. Goodman. Yep. <clears throat> yes, sir. Good old John. Yeah. Good no. All. All. Fun. This is what the fifth, I think, fifth li- uh, entry uh, of this lineup. I believe so, um, but they did an excellent <clears throat> job, like looping in everything else, um, mm-hmm. either directly with like actual footage and flashbacks and all that fun stuff, or with very strong references um, mm-hmm. to the future. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess right now uh, we're going to yeah. go into spoiler territory. So if you have not watched no. the entire series, don't want to be spoiled. Come Here's back later. But yeah, so like exactly like you said, Nick, that's what I really appreciated about this series is it does such an awesome job at referencing everything, all four previous entries. Um, On the timeline, this show takes place between Godzilla and Godzilla King of the Monsters. Um, So Godzilla, the 2014 movie... um, that is the attack on San Francisco that they keep flashing back to um, ah. with Kate uh, and what they're foreshadowing at Monarch with all of the gamma ray readings towards the end of the season is the emergence of all of the Titans that come up in Godzilla King of the Monsters. So they do a really great like balancing act of paying homage to both of those movies the same time while they're like nestled like nice in between there and all of the hollow earth like uh portal hole things is that's all godzilla versus kong so like that's cool it's everything that they did in this was like just woven i think perfectly into all of the movies that have come out so far um and even back to to kong skull island um, with like the very opening of the season with mm-hmm. Randa running through the island with the camera and all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's just, I, I think they just did a terrific job of like referencing everything. Yeah, and I, the referencing everything, but also like very seamlessly telling two timelines, two, two stories, and yeah. how those intersect really wonderfully, I think. Um, wasn't necessary, but they did a really good job. I mean, wasn't yeah. not that it wasn't necessary. They didn't need to go that far with this show, but they decided to. Um, and I really liked the the early monarch setting up with um Bill, Kate, and um Shaw. Lee. Yeah. Um, good old Lee. And that's my other favorite thing too. And they did it like really early on was the the fade between Kurt Russell and his son Wyatt Russell. I was just like, yeah. that's awesome. I was like, there are I there didn't are mannerisms. Didn't he yeah. realize that there that father that was father son? I didn't realize so cool. it either. There are like obviously they're both good actors, but there is like a blood like instinct of like just being related and mm-hmm. how they have the same mannerisms. Like they just <laughs> connects it so much it's, better that they are actually perfect. father and son. It's insane. Yeah. Um, but that was really really nice bonus to this. Yeah, and it's like brilliant casting because oh yeah obviously like it, those things you're talking about carry over from like young lee to 
old yeah. man Shaw. Like it's just awesome. It's not like they had to really do anything because that's just literally <laughs> it's just him. young Kurt Russell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally. <clears throat> um I was glad to see Wyatt Russell in a role that kind of redeemed him from the last role I saw him in. Um, because I did not like uh, Falcon <clears throat> did not like him in that wow. at all. Then I saw I'm like, this this dude looks familiar, and then it clicked, and I'm like, wow, I really like this actor. <laughs> like the way he yeah, he became this person. It was great. He he yeah. He convinced me. Nice. It's speaking of actors, um, like sleeper character in this whole show, not really, but like kinda is like Tim. Yes. Also, Dude, Tim, Tim was awesome. Like he, he's great. <laughs> at the um, end. At the end. I did not like him leading like most of it, but then he kind of like broke this part of himself and became I mean, real. I I think he did a good job, even at the beginning, of, of being like the eccentric like dude in the basement who just works for like the shitty organization. Um, <laughs> and like, you know, I, I I really liked the way that that all started with him like trying to kidnap Kate, but not really kidnap Kate. But he's like, you're not like, in trouble yet. Pa- um, passive aggressively, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna yeah. come after you, but you know, it, you know, whatever. I'm gonna follow you no. and not, not you leave or... you alone. <laughs> But I, I'm not creepy. I'm not. It's not like I'm that. not creepy. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm yeah. not gonna kill you. I, I think it's like a a pretty cool character, but I thought he was just like w- very well acted. Yes. Like uh, Joe Joe Tippett, the actor who played Tim. Um, yeah, he's just he he was awesome and like in in moments like really funny, um, but also like his his arc was very interesting, right? Because I think like in his heart, he's trying to do like what he thinks is right. And like, he has good motives, right? And he's like, he's trying to both solve the big picture problem while also like solving the, the human problem of like the three people, for instance, that are in the, what what do they call it? Um, It's not the hollow earth. It's the The place in between like um, that. Um, shoot, what's her name? Yeah. Keiko, like, gave it a name in like the last yeah. episode or two. Um, the Apex something or other. Her she named it, right? Yeah, she named it. I forget exactly what it is. Anyways, um, like, he wants to save, you know, our, our trio or, or quad of people, but also in doing that, knows that they will have the information to help solve the big picture problem that Monarch's trying to solve. Um, but that, that turn in the last like few moments of the finale, Apex is not a good company. Like that's spoiler alert, Jeff. Uh, those are the villains in Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, if you couldn't tell that they were kind of shady villainous organization or not. Um, I, with the best director. Go ahead. I, I, I had a feeling that um, what's her face's boss, who she was running away from, May's uh, boss Brenda. Yeah, May's boss Brenda. I knew she was bad news. Dominique from the 
Expanse. Yeah, shout out the Expanse. That's the third time that I've talked about the Expanse in the last like twenty four hours. <laughs> That's right. Oh, it's so good. Um, yeah, I knew I I knew she wasn't done. Like I knew she was going to come back for something. Yeah, um, I thought it was interesting. They were working like just for like a tech company in the first half of that episode, in like the first episode she sh- shows up in. But I was really glad that they just flashed up Apex like on the monitors. Mm-hmm. The the ghost parent company. And I knew yeah. it was important. I it just, I mean, I didn't know. So like, I'm like, oh, oh yeah. no, they changed so like, their name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> even before they they did the name reveal, which is, makes it blatantly obvious what they're <laughs> referencing from the Godzilla vs Kong movie. If that wasn't obvious enough, what May stumbles on in like the lower levels of the building with you know, the experiments on the animals and stuff and the cybernetic thing. I'm like, Oh dude, that's exactly what happened in Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, that's rad. And then they do the whole like name reveal and I'm like, ha I mean, I already knew it, but thank Ha-ha. you for making it concrete. <laughs> and this show didn't have an abundance of like gotchas or like surprises for me. Like a lot of stuff yeah, I could see coming because I've seen all the other movies. So like I was piecing it together along mm-hmm. the way and they do a decent job at making it obvious. Um, but it was really fun to see those things like just show up. Like, yes, I had an idea that she was probably like, Ooh, big tech company wants all the dirt on like the monsters must be apex. I know what this is where this is going and happened a num- number of other times, but it's just fun to see it. Yeah. play out and, and that's cool. the other thing about these types of movies is yeah there's no like surprising like hidden plot points and it's not like yeah you know but i like to see these things yeah as just, they are just do it well like yeah not everything has to be a surprise sometimes it's just surprising that these things are done in a good like excellent manner you know it's not like um, we got watered down titans like we got yeah. an actual godzilla multiple times like yeah. actual yeah. non-watered down godzilla very expensive cgi godzilla like yeah they, they did not cut <laughs> any much. corners um yeah um yeah because i feel like uh sometimes with these connected universe properties right um maybe they try to like shoehorn things in just to be like, Oh, do you see that reference to that thing? That's part of this universe. Um, but everything that was tied into the show was like central to the plot of this show. And like was there for a reason and made sense and was tied in like in a good way. Um, like quality wise. Um, it was just, it was refreshing because again, this genre, you, you know, doesn't have exactly the greatest like track record of like excellent cinema. <laughs> so um, to see him just do something good and like be very coherent in what they're trying to do was uh, like a breath of fresh air, you know? I, I thought the the story they were telling was awesome. Um, I love the, the parallel stories. You know, you had the, the flashbacks and the, the current. Um, I was, I found myself like 
in love with um, uh, Shaw and Kiko and um, Miranda. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, in the, past, the 50s, the 40s, I, 50s timeline. I love that whole, like, they're like, they're dynamic with each other and just good vibes. All the good vibes yeah. and all the like, the subtleties of being in in the service in the military and what that was like then um yeah. oh she's she's a woman she's japanese uh um yeah big no no in the 50s right um but yeah i was like really pulled into that that st- yeah. that part of the story and i freaking loved when they went to whatever it was called and she was there i'm like yes oh yeah yeah it was so very man I, okay I, that i, I did not it. expect that no, was the I, thing got me i i wanted to believe that she was still alive i'm like there's got she's got to be alive because i don't know where she is but mm-hmm. she's got to be around somewhere like she just has to be alive like it, they're just building up all this stuff for her to just be gone um, and the mm-hmm. same with the dad, like he's got to show up too. And, you know, they both did obviously. And yeah, go ahead. No, uh, I definitely want to talk about like <laughs> Keiko and the, we really need to look up what that part of the hollow earth is called. Cause we're going to talk about it a lot and I cannot think of what it's called. Um, we'll talk about that very soon, but uh, your, your comments on Axis the trio axis Monday, not apex axis Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> kind of the world between worlds. Um, yeah. Which I think is foreshadowing the new movie coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, the, the trio of young Lee Keiko and young Randa. So um, and just seeing like, the creation and like growth of Monarch from like literally just Keiko and Lee being assigned to like escort her to like them finding Randa in the woods <laughs> and basically being like uh, Jordan Hoffy is <laughs> out there monster hunting in the, the woods. Um, yeah. Sounds with all right. this crazy, like, you know, <laughs> cultural like folklore stories yeah. like sending him like, to, on these monster hunts way out there like yeah. yeah got some blurry pictures but yeah it was real i saw it right but like their relationship as like a trio of of friends and maybe more um alongside the growth and development of what monarch started as and what they eventually became how they're linked to the military and like that was just a really cool aspect of the show and i want to say the last show that did like the the multiple timelines running at the same time was maybe resident evil on netflix and that show like sucked so bad um and when i saw this was kind of doing the same like dual timeline storytelling thing i was like kind of nervous about this because well i think i think how this is done well 
is that the main there's obviously a main timeline and that's the present day mm-hmm. well 2015 granted um the movies are more far, far along but the 2015 timeline um is the primary one more characters more focus there but obviously the secondary timeline back in the 50s um incredibly well casted well acted the aesthetic is wonderful and yeah. it's very focused on like them plus maybe like the general and a few other military people yeah. other than that, that one general like the by the way awesome um i think he he had like bucket? a small role in peacemaker are you talking about uh, oh yeah bucket, the main yeah. guy bucket. that he was yeah. yeah yeah good old puck uh but go ahead continue sorry to me no I was, yeah. it, it just worked really well because it was solely set on like three very strong characters and mm-hmm. a very specific part of the show to you know to give you that background detail it wasn't like they were telling like an expansive like secondary story yeah so i think that's also, why it worked so well it kind of wasn't even a secondary story because Keiko right. shows up yeah. in like the current time as like the old timeline secondary story Keiko. Like it's not her older, it's her. It's she her. literally transplanted from what? Uh, you know, which is so, so cool. How, how long did she say she was down there? Like 57 so, days. 57 so days, by, yeah. by her estimate, it's 57 days, but I'm pretty sure it's a direct one-to-one. One day is one year. So like that's her estimate because that puts them down there at two days and two years went by. Um, Were and, they down there that long? And Shaw, it's tricky because they showed us present day, but really two years was going by. And you notice that because Tim's leg wasn't hurt by time he, in the next scene, yeah, he, I was like, well, he just, um, I was like, he just flew to Japan and his leg doesn't hurt anymore. Then I was like, wait, never mind. Same with Kentaro. Like all of his wounds are healed. Yeah. So they're, um, they're showing. Yeah, and they do like a really with Tim specifically, when they show him walking into Monarch, like the shot is literally on his like hip. And they're showing him walk in from his leg and hand on a cane, you know? Yeah. They're like very intentional to be like, pay attention. This guy's leg is better now. Yeah. And he just comes strolling in <clears throat> to Japan in, in the whiskey bar. Yeah. Um, but um, Shaw, Shaw was tricky because he was the only one with like a guesstimate. And his was weird because I was like, I could have swore the way they presented it. It was like he was there for like a day. But he was said he was there for like a week later on. Mm, But 13 13 years went by between when he went down there and when he came back. So it was 82. It went from 59 to 82. So he was down there for like 13 Mm. days. So I'm pretty sure it's like a one year to one day thing. Um, Mm. Because then for her, it was like 52 years or something. And her guess was 57. So I thought Mm. that was really good how they kind of made that all work at first i, I was worried because i was like a lot of like they seem to be down here for a long time like a lot of time slipping by mm. messing around yeah uh i i honestly this that the time i don't want to call it traveling but time warping i did not see coming like at all <laughs> time distortion time distortion there you go yeah. um that 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 part did catch me off guard, and I thought it was actually like really really cool. Well, um, I I first questioned it when they said that um, older Shaw should have been like in his nineties. Yeah, May was like, like, does yeah. that make you like ninety? He's like, eh, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, it, they brought it up early, but I was like, where are they going with this? 
Like, right, right. I didn't know what they it were going to do. With it. it was a good payoff. Yeah. Um, and it just like, I mean, Shaw did not make it out, but that doesn't mean that he won't make it out at some point, which is cool. Cause that means Kurt Russell can still be <laughs> in the movie universe, <laughs> you know, along with the actress who played Keiko. Cause now she's in like current time. So yeah. um, it's kind of like a clever mm-hmm. way to be able to use your uh, actor assets too. <laughs> with a giant age disparity when you're doing uh dual timelines like this so but uh man yeah so uh here's what i didn't like what didn't you like episode five was like elaborate so the whole go to alaska thing right Mm. Like, okay, when we're in this rinky-dink plane, we're just kind of, like, spitballing, eyeballing, like, where we're going here. And they happen to land the plane on a freaking glacier, whatever, within, like, just, like, Five pop your head around the hill. Like, oh, look, there's the plane. I'm like, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Too yeah. much too much convenience. I get it. They got a story to tell. But there's a few of those moments, um, for sure. Uh, where I'm just like, eh, I don't know about that. But I, I'll tell you what I what I did like was when um, uh, Kentaro and well the group they were hunting down their dad in the um, the red zone, and they get to his office, mm-hmm. and <laughs> oh Kentaro yeah, figures out the the map with the, the holes lighting the thing. Yeah, so I cool. thought that was really cool. And then what I thought was even better was when Tim comes in and has his whole Columbo <laughs> bit with what's her fa- what's her face, and yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Like I kind of saw that coming with him, but I, I still thought it was cool. That was probably his turning point, like my turning point in liking him a little bit more. Um, yeah, that was fun. It's a little clever, uh, cinematic stuff <laughs> yeah and <clears throat> i'm on the fence like about may the whole time though i do like how they did set her up to be like you know the classic like double agent right gonna betray your friends because you want to get out i really did enjoy that she did that but then she got like spun around in that because yeah the chick that promised her like to get out was like, yeah, I'm flipping sides too. So now thanks for telling me we're going to roll with Shaw now. And she's like right <laughs> back in it. It's yeah. like may, I like how was this character, a very fleety character that just can't get away no matter what she does. So I really like that. She's just kind of along for the ride. Um, but then outside of that, like she doesn't really have much motive or like impact on much. Um, Cause everything just kind of happens around her. So She's probably like in my mind, definitely the weakest character. Though started off very cool. Um, no. She's not. I, what did she do for the past like five episodes? She was good for the first five, and then literally just has been trying to do nothing for the next five, other than get with Kate. Like that's that's all that's happening. Who is equally as weak? I, I honestly, I think all three of. Of the the current timeline trio, like suck. 
the worst part of the show. Like, okay, I understand the Randa kids, like, hating their dad. But, okay. But. The episode that, like, everyone knows how I feel about angst, okay? The one that just put it over the top, they're, when they're in their desert, and Godzilla literally, like, just wakes up. Yeah. And Kentaro's like, oh, I can't believe our dad just ran away from us again. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't know. Did you just not see Godzilla, like, appear out of the sand? <laughs> like, what do you want everybody. him to do? Just, like, kick Godzilla in the shin for you? Like, <laughs> like bud, uh, yeah, he's going to run. <laughs> you're standing on a hill. The hill was at the base of Godzilla. Exploded. Like... <laughs> You were standing on Godzilla's nap zone. (laughs) And they got like destroyed when he got up, when he was getting up. Like they were just rolling, tumbling down the hill. Like they should have died. They should have died with the car, like just barely jumping over them. Yeah. They was like, okay, like just go suck an egg, kids. Like the random kids have way too much plot armor for sure. Um, Um, I do love how. Tim though like emerges from the sand at the beginning of the next episode exactly like, like Godzilla did. <laughs> Except it was just Tim. Tim is that that Tim part where he's like, "What the?" And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... <laughs> not having a good day. Yeah, no. the airport. He's like, "Yeah, dude." That interaction at the airport was fun. Like, and that's I think that's when I he started to turn around a little bit more too. That was yeah. that was good. But, I, uh, but Mike, you make go a good ahead, point. Go like. Like Tim has like all the other characters, and this is what makes them like good characters. They have like appropriate reactions to things. Yeah. I get that the Randa kids are dealing with like not having a father their whole life, finding out that they're they're related, that their they, dad cheated on their mothers. Like yeah, I get don't all get me that. Wrong. Their dad's like a terrible person. Scum. I terrible get dad. that. Worst dad of the year. But like <laughs> you said, Hello, Godzilla, right? Like, let's not be impressed by that to start. Um, <laughs> you've already done some incredible feats by that point. Like, I feel like you're very yeah. invested in this epic story you're part in, but are easily kind of like derailed by some angst for the sake of angst. Like, I'm just going to be mad at like mm, yeah. something. Um, and yeah, that's where it really takes it out. Because it's like, yeah. Kentaro is cool, but then he's like really not cool. Kate's mostly just not cool. Yeah, um, Kate's kind of just really sucks and is gay. Like that's her like, purpose in this show. <laughs> Overacting, well, yeah. She, she like. I feel like Opus like, is going to clip that. By the way, I'm just going to put that out there. Opus yeah. is going to clip that one. <laughs> she's super angsty, like the rest of the trio, and her brother. But then her like re- redemption moments are really just like these odd, like we must keep going or like these weird, like hopeful, like yeah. spits. Um, mm-hmm. The most random heel turns in like, yeah, cinema exactly. history that don't make sense. Cause then everything else in the entire series, except for like two conversations and two different episodes, she's basically is like, I hate this. I don't want to do this. And then all of a sudden she's like, we have Man. to, we have to do this. Right. Yeah. Or like when she meets her grandmother, she's aware that that's her grandmother. But instead, like, has a panic attack. He's like, we must turn back and find my friend. Like, chill. Like, yeah. I, I understand you're panicked. And, like, it's a little weird what just is going on. But I don't know. Like, <clears throat> at some point in the story, like, you've already, like, fought a Titan up in Alaska. You crashed a plane. Like, yeah. you're in it. You've survived 
more act than like you should have. It. Yeah, act yeah. like you're in it all of a sudden, Kentaro. Like Godzilla. I will I will say the conversation that Kate has with Keiko about Hiro. Kate's dad, Keiko's son. Yes. Hiroshi. Um, Hiroshi. Um, Hiro is. Yeah, Hiro. So that's right. Getting a wing. Um, <clears throat> you know, just, you know, Michael, Mike, whatever. Hiroshi, Hiro. Um, we're on a, you know, nickname basis, he and I. N- not um, the hero. Not really. No. Not the hero uh, of this show. But the conversation, like, she sees Keiko asking and, like, wanting to know about her son obviously very emotionally distressed and i thought it was kind of a cool moment where kate is like essentially lying about her dad not being a sucky person (laughs) because she knows that uh keiko's kind of already on the brink of emotional collapse and that would (laughs) just be game over for her um i thought that was a cool moment And, and uh not so much character wise but the the use of kate as a way to squeeze in uh more godzilla footage through flashbacks of san francisco was super cool yep some of those scenes on the bridge were pretty gnarly she's yeah, yeah she, that, was that cool. she was super useful in that capacity like getting some more godzilla 2014 context like for sure um, yeah. being on camera yeah <laughs> yeah Show, showing there. godzilla um yeah. just being there being present in in yeah. the greatness of godzilla yet again um the randy kids um mm-hmm. but granted i i did like her um for what it's worth like her kind of like ptsd moments of the, yeah. of the attack like her in the first half was much better than her in the second half her and may really kind of just like Kentaro kind of picked up in the second half and then they just really just stopped writing for May and Kate. Um, and they're like, we got to make Kentaro a little better. And yeah. he's actually going to be the one that kind of brings it all back together with Tim. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like they, they started off like I thought May was great. Like she was like this. She was interesting. She was like a hacker. Like she had this cool yeah. backstory. She obviously was hiding out in Japan. How they, how her and Kentaro met. I thought, I thought that was all cool. But then yeah. like, her and Kate, like, really just kind of flatline after yeah. episode six. I will say it was really cool early in the season seeing just how, like, Japan was. Or, I guess, not just Japan, but they were in Japan. So that's the reference we got. But how society was after, yeah. you know, the post yeah. San Francisco, like, all the Godzilla, yeah. like, signs Godzilla and yeah, <laughs> the evac dude. routes. Yeah. It was very, very cool to see um, the small details of what just walking around would like the world would be after a giant nuclear lizard attack somewhere. So <laughs> what me. I can't stand about like these types of movies, not not necessarily the show, but like when they have a monster, that's like the thing right that's what we all come to see and then you have to put some kind of humanness to it and it gets muddy and it's just stupid it's just like it's just thrown in there for for story i feel like i mean i actually cared about these people like the story and both past and present um i 
obviously enjoyed seeing the monsters, loved seeing Godzilla, but like the the story of the characters helped drive, you know, all that other stuff. You know, it wasn't like just thrown in there for the sake of throwing it in there for story, for plot, whatever. Um, yeah. You said you said the opposite of what the featured review on IMDb was. It's titled Monarch Legacy of Characters You Don't Care About. Um, <laughs> it's basically somebody just complaining that there's only 20 minutes of monsters in a four hour in four hour long episodes. Um I don't know. I kind of expected that out of a series because, I mean, did anyone else come to this expecting like Godzilla every episode? Yeah, yeah. it's going to be no. all Godzilla just plastered oh. on destroying cities. First off, uh, that is not budget friendly. <laughs> uh, having <laughs> like incredible CGI Titans like on air a lot plus multiple times in a season. Uh, not fiscally responsible. Uh, right. But two, I was just thinking about this. So obviously the, the title is Monarch Legacy of Monsters. And I think one thing that the show kind of one of the themes we're dealing with here is kind of like family trauma, you know, because obviously uh, Hiroshi, I won't call him hero anymore, you know, um, what Hiroshi's like secret double life did to the Randa kids, but also his example of family uh, was also not great because, well, his mom uh, kind of got taken um, and then his uncle kind of got taken and then his stepdad uh, father figure just kind of went crazy. Which, which, uh, but so, like, to me, the title now thinking about it, the show is about the legacy of Monarch, right? And but the monsters being Shaw, Randa, and Keiko, and not as the not that they're like terrible, evil people, but they kind of destroyed the lives of kind of those around them generationally, you know, their, the impact that their yeah. choices had. Yeah. Cause they were so consumed caused, by, yeah. caused generational damage as you can see, you know, all the way down to Bill and Kate or, or Kate and Kentaro. Um, and it's kind of Kate and Kentaro breaking those like generational curses or afflictions or trauma or whatever you want to call it. Um, Anyway, so I was just on the spot. I was spitballing. So Spitball. I'll take that as sense. you guys will. Kind of almost like, you know, The Walking Dead, really. The title is more about yeah. the state of the survivors as opposed to the zombies, the zombies of walking dead corpses. Um, <clears throat> Big could true. Be something like that. Big true. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I, I forget who said it. Um, but it's just like, just leave them alone. Like the, like the monsters, like stop trying to find them. <laughs> like clearly we've been here for like however many thousand years. Let's just not. Um, yeah. and we'll be I good. think it was Hiroshi, right? When, when Shaw isn't like returned. in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah, it was I remember that conversation. I was like, yeah, valid point, valid point. 
Um, because we, I mean, Godzilla was just like napping until we dropped like a, a, a bomb on things, and it was like, ooh, food. Um, I get <laughs> yes. Um, though yeah. I, 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 I do want to like a close up of like Godzilla just like absorbing a nuclear bomb. Like I thought it was cool that they showed all that. By the way, like that was awesome. Like part of the flashback is when they're doing yeah, right bikini atoll. Yeah, which which is above bikini bottom, SpongeBob. Like that's a real thing. Um, that's oh why really? Yeah, that's why it's bikini bottom because it's oh, the bottom of bikini atoll, and they're that's all awesome. I never. They're knew. all freaks down there because they have radiation, right? Uh, so that's what would yeah. happen to the yeah. sea life. Now, is this like a confirmed thing, or is this like a wild fan theory that we need to have another episode on? Uh, we might it need have an episode sense. on it. I I, I accept it as fact <laughs> um, because you don't name something bikini bottom. Just to call it bikini bikini atoll. Um, yeah, like there's too much going on there. That's awesome. Um, I'm sure there's shout out to our our wild like fan theory episode. That was super fun. Yeah, but I I want to see Godzilla like absorb that thing. Um, kind of just exploring there, like cool, and then we just like went under the water. It's like, yeah, we didn't see what actually happened. Thanks for the snack, guys. Yeah, peace. (laughs) Um, did he like disappear? Because I mean. I was happy with the amount of Godzilla that we got because mm-hmm. I got we, we got more Godzilla than I thought we were gonna get. He you know, he just showed up when they had the little like beacon thing in the water with the, the crazy Japanese really cool. guy. He just like comes swimming up, like just lurking. Um mm-hmm. that was a deep, deep like trench of waterway yeah, they're in. I um I didn't quite I didn't buy I wasn't bought in on that quite don't think about because, it. just don't think about it. Yeah, don't think about it. <laughs> it, it just is. Yeah, yeah, but we got we got a good amount of Godzilla. I, I was happy with it for sure. And yeah. He's like their friend too. Yeah, he's like the buddy. Godzilla's the good guy. Yeah, he's, good he's guy. just he's just yeah, he's just trying big. to go home. <laughs> he's big. He's got to keep all the other titans in check, you know. Um, that fight was sweet at the end. Um, yeah, when oh, he yeah. was fighting that freaking winged monster. I don't know what it's called. The it's the the dragon thing from like earlier on in the season when and they the find the the boat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Middle yeah. Of nowhere, which that, was also cool. Yeah. So cool. The now, monster moments were very very good moments. For sure. I, so would that ship have gone through one of these rifts and then just like in, popped up in the middle of the Philippines? Is that what they were? Yeah, hinting and, at. That was like one of my also favorite conversations is when Shaw was like. Because May was like, we fell down. He's like, did we though? Like, it was more like we kind of fell through, mm. uh, right? Yeah. Which is a real subtle line, but like, <laughs> it's very important because it's describing his experience going through these rifts. So, like, a lot of them appear obviously down up from the surface, but you notice when they escape, like, they're kind of sucked into it, and Godzilla also kind of emerges from it. Um, so, that's. I think a key detail of like how that ship is. So that ship guy, I guess, attacked in theory by uh, a Titan. So when it had exited, it brought like it creates a vortex. So it would have brought the ship down through the water, through the, the vortex and just kind of out where it showed up at. Um, Cause at first I was like, did what like fall from the Like how did, how did things get back? Um, right. But I'm also at the end there when Godzilla just kind of walks through the portal. So like clearly like you throw out, you throw out a gamma ray bobber and um, you kind of fish for Titans 
So like Godzilla, he's just like, oh, what's that? Like he just instantly shows up. Like he came pretty quickly. They turned that thing on and like he was there. He was there. Um, yeah. But he also just kind of, kind of comes strolling in. So like, does he do the same thing just always underwater? Um, on you know on the surface that's what i was trying to figure out because that yeah. boat would have had to have been the same thing like a titan would have had to like exited a portal and the boat just kind of like comes skirting out i don't know yeah because they, they haven't really showed that much in the movie so like that's where i was kind of like, like new information uh... the whole portal thing was like new information to me like how they work because they did do a lot of here's how they work but then i was like they don't What's really it? do that I don't remember if it was King of the Monsters or Godzilla vs. Kong. One of them, like, they find, like, a resting place of Godzilla under the ocean somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like, almost like a shrine type thing, but he was just kind of, like, napping there. And I think they, like, recharged him with a nuke while he was just chilling down there. And like the one scientist guy had to, he he like heroically sacrificed himself because he had to like take the nuke there, and then he wasn't able to get out. And it just oh yeah, do you, do you recall that? Yes, yeah. I was I, when, you, <coughs> when you started talking, about, I was thinking of Kong versus Godzilla versus Kong, where they go to that like in inside the Earth Temple with like the uh, weapons, where they get the weapons and stuff. Um, they also recharged him oh, there. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. They did recharge uh, with the nuke. So the point of that is me saying maybe he just like hangs out on the earth for long periods of time. Maybe he doesn't exclusively pop in and out. You know, maybe he just goes in when he wants and hangs out for as long as he wants. You know what I mean? Clearly, he he naps in like in Morocco, <laughs> the middle of the like, desert, or wherever <laughs> they like, just na- taking a dirt nap under the earth. Like how sand. long would he have been there to be? That's right. Well, only a year because he just wrecked San Francisco. So like he wrecked San Francisco, then like maybe portal hopped and was like, "This looks good enough, nice and warm." I'm yeah. I'm really tired. I'm just gonna just like collapse. Yeah. yeah, get some sun. I mean, that could explain. I don't know. I don't know. I can't think too far into it, but um, yeah, I don't think he like exclusively lives in uh, no. the. Axis Mundi or the the Hollow Earth. I think the Hollow Earth in Godzilla vs Kong was explained that like that's kind of where like the Kong species reigned, you know. Yes. So I don't think he was in that area, but I haven't seen that movie. In did they? Years, so did they explain how big there. this place is? Axis Mundi or Hollow Earth? Either. I'm not convinced those are the same place, but they are the same. No, place. they're in like I think. Monday like, is like the in between okay. place, yeah. like and that's why it's like parts of one, and she was like a patchwork kind of like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know, um, and I think that's interesting too because I also think about Pacific Rim and like it was you know that was set up as like space kaiju right coming from like uh like an alien race mm-hmm. sending kaiju to the Earth to conquer them, um, but very similar concept, um. Right, they're just kind of traveling through portals. Yeah. Um, but isn't that what uh, Ghidorah is in in this universe? Isn't he it is from an alien. space? Yeah, yeah. So they they're just like everything. 
They yeah, come yeah. from everywhere. <laughs> it's really tricky to string together. You can't think about it too much. Um, yeah, but it's but yeah, also Godzilla, really cool. <laughs> Godzilla definitely likes this. Has has dominion over the Earth, the yeah. surface. He likes it up there. Nice weather. Um, nice big oceans. Yeah. Um, He's but, got it and, all. But, it, but he seems to like clearly maybe. Right, because they turn on the gamma ray emitter, he's like, "What are they doing now?" And he like goes right there because he's like, "I'm not trying to have like douchebag kaiju come to my place." So like, stop making these gamma ray things. And he's like, it makes him angry. So it's not like like he can like he can't express himself because he can't speak. He's He's like a toddler. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, just a nuclear dinosaur lizard toddler. I mean, that's what every toddler wishes they were. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's what they act like. They are. act like. <laughs> they like charge up too. Yeah. Like, before they go in rage, oh, they just man, destroy. Dude. Okay. I know this is not yeah. part of that universe, but Godzilla minus one, when he, when that Godzilla charges up, dude, what happens to its little like spine fins? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It is the coolest thing. It literally is so satisfying. Yeah. Oh, you guys need to watch that movie. I want to. So I want to see it. Yeah, it's so good. Um, but yeah, so I think overall this is like a really excellent series and kind of blew my expectations for it out of the water because oh, sure. I I was just like, all right, cool. Like I'm excited to see more <laughs> just kaiju stuff. Yeah. Uh, but then it actually like ended up having a really cool story and. The, the use of the dual story that then became like also one story with the use of the time distortion and stuff was really, really cool. And all of the tie-ins were amazing. Um, as of right now, there's no news on a second season, but um, I was looking at an article with Apple's track record. They typically are the opposite of Netflix. They don't cancel a show after one season. Um, and uh, like Severance, it took... Okay, it's right here. Um, they didn't get the official season two renewal until about four months after the first season ended. So they kind of like take their time with these, but also it's not usual for them to just be like, yeah, we're not going to at least try a second season. Um, and by all accounts, this show seemed to be pretty successful and well-received, I think. Um, Seven so out of ten on IMDb. I would be shocked if there wasn't a second season. Is kind of where I'm going. Do you guys see a, a second season continuation of this? I see maybe a second season in essence, but maybe not like exact name like because i feel like they're gonna drop like some movies and then fill in um because so, i i could easily see them say all right whatever all these yahoos where we leave them like let's just skip what happens to them until it ties into the next thing so like maybe kate dies right over the course of the next two movies and then mm-hmm. you know what i mean then we have like more um evolve kentaro and maybe like he's working with his grandma a ton and like the dad died. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't think they're going to like just straight up have like a verbatim season two picking up where we left off. Maybe, but I think it would be cool because they already have a movie planned coming this year. year, Um, 
so it wouldn't make too much sense to continue to do like backfill behind because they're really only at 2017, which is right, right at right. the end of the second Skull Kong where they have the installation built and there he's like a pet. And they yeah, have, like, so that that would that's be Congress Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah. So they're at the point right now leading up to Godzilla versus Kong. Yes. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what, kind of what I was thinking is um, not a direct, like, continuation of the story we just got, but, like, same characters a couple years down the road. New circumstances. Like, maybe between Godzilla vs. Kong and Godzilla X Kong. <laughs> it really should have, you know, thought about that whole uh, branding yeah. there. Um, well, it's a multiply. Put them together as a team. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. bad chimps angry monkeys um, angry monkeys yeah uh, or do they just do um, our favorite idea for every series anthology <laughs> anthology <laughs> dump these fools get us keep yes. Tim keep um, Dominique yep. um, I don't know she might not survive after uh, Godzilla vs Kong because Apex I don't know what happened. We'll find out what happens to Apex after their fiasco with the uh, Godzilla. Well, um, that's the thing. Um, she isn't even the director of Apex. The director is the guy. Yeah, I, I think he did. He does he make an appearance on screen in the I show? Just, I think she no. was just talking to him. Okay, well, he has like on screen role in Godzilla vs Kong. And uh, never mind. I won't spoil. I won't spoil. Are you going to watch all these movies? (laughs) So what happens after this is Godzilla versus Kong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so are you just kind of like present? Like, have you seen nothing after this? Basically, you've seen a Godzilla, right? And Skull Island. Yeah, Uh, but not not King of Monsters and not versus Kong. Correct. That's about perfect then. Man, I think he's just parked right at. Hey, this is the where the show ended is like the furthest in the timeline linearly. Yeah, so, so you essentially were Are in, in order. You were in the Axis Mundi with them while King uh, of Monsters happened. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> so you you missed exactly what Kate missed. <laughs> <laughs> So you come out Perfect. and you're like, oh my gosh, what? You mean wow. there's a, a, a war between Godzilla and all these Titans? Oh my what gosh, that's crazy. And then like a week later, you're like, oh my gosh, Godzilla's fighting King Kong. And oh, what is happening? Yeah, you need to watch those movies, dude. They're so good. I, I will. Uh, and I will quit saying oh, what I was going to say. Dude, I just remembered. Kong, when he's on like the... On the aircraft carrier whatever that is such a good scene it is so epic anyway um sidebar as soon as we get off here i'm just gonna rewatch all of those movies so now you go to sleep tonight i'm just gonna that's all i want to do um sidebar so um if you have playstation 5 get three free months of apple plus um by the way so redeem that glad i started all that on my playstation 5 um so that's good. I have three free months, but I'll probably keep going. But so what we're kind of realizing with the only 
my awareness of Apple Plus shows through you all. Um, and also just like from the abundance of advertising because they're pretty well received shows. They get, they get awards and all that fun stuff. Um, they Apple TV and we started watching, um, the morning show with, uh, Jennifer Aniston and like a ton of other mm. people. Tim is in it by the way, um, from this show. Oh, is he really? Yeah. <laughs> and then mm. I almost thought, um, Kate's, um, ex-girlfriend from san francisco from like d-day or g-day oh. or whatever um was in it but unconfirmed. love the the name of g-day like that's yeah. so awesome godzilla day <laughs> d-day really good g-day not so good um both amphibious assaults um <laughs> <laughs> but so what i'm pegging apple tv as is like and this is also on brand for this show is they make good, like what used to be on TV, like primetime TV, they make good primetime TV shows. Cause like to me, Netflix has a certain flavor and like, it's just pretty hit or miss. Right. Um, And HBO has a brand, but I really think Apple TV has like the brand of, we are going to make what like everybody wants to watch on TV on our platform because TV sucks, right? All those shows. Because yeah. it has those like even they the show like had the Ted campy. Lasso. Yeah, like but like it has the show like you're describing. Yeah. And this even this show had like the right amount of like campy TV trope to keep yeah. it going from episode to episode. <clears throat> and I think that's like what they're going for. Because that's like what but they also have like bangers like Severance and like oh, that sure. Blackbird show that Chad talks about. Yeah. Um, they like there's a lot of good stuff on apple for yeah. mankind's next yeah oh yeah i want to see, i want to see that i mean no spoilers um, but it isn't really sparks i haven't seen it and i don't think it's spoiled for me but it's three seasons one i didn't realize how many seasons of everything there is for the apple plus series like right. everything has like many seasons um but the, but it's advertised i'm like is this just like the first season anyways um where man for all mankind is at or maybe ends maybe it ends with season three is like a couple hundred years same premise where the expanse picks up because it's like there is they're like, like colonizing mars yeah there's mars there's earth and like trade agreements and like all that stuff but just more just in the near future versus the expanse is like so it's a, a prequel to the expanse it seemed not not actually but Without you, that would be amazing. There's enough time where you could pretend it was, (laughs) right? Because there would be no character overlap and yeah, the expanse, yeah. Which I was like, Uh, oh yeah, well if that's the case, I need more expanse. Yeah, I think I think we're getting more in the next five years. There's going to be something. Hmm. So while you guys were talking, I was looking where we can stream the movies. Um, It's a mixed bag, isn't it? Yeah, really, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong is on Max, and all the other ones are just like, you can rent it, maybe. If you have Hulu, you might be able to watch it there. Didn't didn't we talk about how Max, like, was delisting a ton of their stuff for, like, tax reasons and stuff? Sometime, somewhere, they did all that. Mm-hmm. You can definitely tell, because 
Netflix has a ton of Max shows on it, like Max movies, things that were exclusive mm-hmm. at Max. Or there's a ton of stuff on Netflix right now that wow. was there. So basically, they sold the stream rights off for a ton of stuff. Um, but I think that's what I'm confused is like Monarch is an Apple show, but I thought this MonsterVerse was more of a Max thing, but it's a Universal thing. But Universal right. and who merged? I can't think of it off the top of my head. Ah, rip the newscast. Um, but Godzilla vs. Kong was... Um, that was not the first, but early on, I think, during... Co- no, not early on. It might have been like right in the middle of COVID. Right? So that was when Max was still doing the like dual release thing. Oh, yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I was also looking where I can stream minus one, and Google doesn't tell me. I don't think you can yet. Is it still in theaters? Maybe. That would be wild, because it came to North America on December 1st. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, uh, does this show, Jeff, get you excited to get into the the monster verse and specifically uh, get you excited to see the new Godzilla multiplied by Kong movie that's coming in a couple months. Multiplied by Kong. Uh, yes. Yes, it does. Um, yeah. 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 Um, um, I love the, the beginning. I was going to mention this earlier um, when Goodman is running through the woods um, and then you buy the spider, which was terrifying. I wanted to shut it off right away. But then the huge rock lot, what rock crab busts out and they start fighting. That was that was really really cool to see. I want to see more monster fights, um, not just monsters terrorizing. Um, King of the Monsters is a good movie then for you. I do like the good fighting as long as it looks good. Um, Actually, Godzilla 2014 is the only one that really isn't. Well, never mind. They're, they're they all they all have monster fights, but they they're all ramping up for sure. I, yeah, I do love a good monster fight. Titan, Titan. Let's not call it Titan verse. Can we call it Titan verse? I like the Titan verse, uh, but they're not they they kaiju. They kind of call them mudos. Mudos. Yeah, that's right. Massive, M- unidentified. The Mudo organisms or something like that. Mudo verse. Yeah. Lots of good little conversations in the show. Cause like when they said that they're like terrestrial or like domestic, like planet grown, they're like, yeah, so not aliens, correct. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um all right. I mean, do you guys have anything else you want to say about this? I think I've I think I'm monarched out in terms of what to talk about. I could watch it again. And I really do want to go watch like 2014 or King of the Monsters. Oh, really annoying part of this show. When they're going through San Francisco at night, trying to not get caught, they are very angsty kids. Just like, just stumble, like they're toddlers going through Mm -hmm. a China cat. Like, what are you guys doing? Turn your flashlights off for one. Kentaro's like, we gotta follow the cats. 
campy TV right there. Yep. <laughs> not good. Not good. I was like pretty zoned out for that part, which should they have made been up, really cool. But yeah, they made up for it with the, the light, Kentaro yeah. light. Yeah. So. so, Jeff, you had messaged me something about bad acting. Yeah. Who, where, why, when? The, the teens or the, um, the, group of young kids but then i kind of like the more i thought about it i'm thinking because it's i'm getting older i'm officially the old man <laughs> who hates all young kids <laughs> they're so young carefree ah oh, you freaking angsty kids shut up and stop their their biggest their biggest problem in life is lack of a father whoop de- no i'm kidding <laughs> Get over it. Now, come on, guys. <laughs> Everyone else has the same problem. What do you mean you just found out that your dad had a secret family living across the world? Like, big deal. I still Everyone's don't know. doing it. Like, if, especially once they go to his office, like, come on, like, read some of that crap. Like, seriously. Or you just think your dad's like some bad nut job? I don't know. Like, okay. I'd yeah, really I have to project it. myself into a... that situation, but I don't right. know. Okay, I, I totally understand that he is like literal scum of the earth, but like also Godzilla exists <laughs> and it's like rampaging around. <laughs> and yeah. your dad, by the way, is Works like for. working for the organization that's trying to figure I mean, out what's at going some on. Point, at Maybe some point, some slack and like you got get you on gotta, board. You got to pick your battles. Yeah, you stupid kids. Yeah. Um, no. there were some. The Alaska thing was not cool either. And I didn't like anything really about the Alaska, the whole walking, like, what are you guys doing? You're not walking anywhere in Alaska. And Shaw of all people's like, let's go Northwest. Cause the coast is that way. I'm like, I'm dude, I'm pretty sure you're in the middle of Alaska by the map that you showed me, which is easily a thousand miles from the coast. You're not walking. Yeah, you'll die in like 12 hours. You're all dead. <laughs> Especially May, who's soaking wet, by the way. Dude, yeah. She <laughs> she should have died there. <clears throat> yeah. That, um, yeah. Dude, it's TV. Whatever. I like the reunion at the end with uh Kiko and Hiroshi. That was touching. I'm very interested now that you know they they're essentially saved by Apex. Like it's Hiroshi now and Tim working for apex and, and are now they on the bad team? Like, well, what's going on there. Kentaro, well, what you doing? Dude? You're laying in like, bed with the enemy. Like, yeah, but here's the thing. They don't really know they're the enemy. They're really just another player in town. Cause they all have equal problems with Monarch. So, you know, yeah. they're kind of like, we're getting what we want done one way or the other. There's only like two options. And the like, lesser of two no, evils. Lesser yeah, of but just if they evil. only knew, they don't know. <laughs> like, would it be less? I don't know. <laughs> Might yeah. have been greater. You're gonna have to watch that movie, Jeff. And and I think Tim knows too. He's like, it's complicated. He's like, yeah. you could tell Tim knows. Tim Tim knows what's up, and he's like, he's, not he's a, our best real choice, dude, you know. Yeah, he's like, not our best choice. But Kentaro really needs to find his uh family. Right. Hey, by the way, we saved you, so deal with it. <laughs> That's the other thing. Like, I'm sure they're probably in some sort of weird contract situation, too. Yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, yeah. So 
great show. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, and I'm excited for the new movie that, uh, when's that come out? Let's see. April, I think, if I remember correctly. The New Empire. Release date, March 29th. So essentially April. Nice. Two months. What, two and a half months, maybe? I don't know. That movie looks sus. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> um, they have to be careful. They're, they're moving to weird territory. <laughs> yeah, I guess when you're talking about like civilizations in this weird like middle ground between the hollow earth and <laughs> yeah, <top> side. <laughs> yeah, there's just like a lot of like we don't know it till we need to know it kind of thing. Like Kong's just be living down there and then all of a sudden, ooh, chimp empire, giant chimp empire. So it's like I don't want it to feel like Planet of the Apes. Um because then also we get the weird macro shot of like Godzilla and Kong running through the hollow earth and they look just normal sized. Like, I don't want to also lose the size of the monsters because like the that's Titan important. aspect of the, the Titan aspect. That's the whole. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, not a problem. And I like that they're exploring like this, like deeper meta about Literally. them. But at the same time, I don't want to feel like a superhero movie and the superheroes are Kong and Godzilla. Yeah. That's I can what see this that. looks like. Uh, but I'm still here for it. Cause oh, yeah, for sure. Godzilla. Whatever. So I'm going to definitely going to watch it. Um, <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for hanging out. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Let us know what you think about Monarch legacy of monsters. Drop a comment or, uh, Head over to our Discord link in the description below. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Uh, we're still trying to give away stuff, um, so subscribe if you like what you're what we're doing, and maybe we'll give away things. Um, what do we have coming next week? I believe is our finally our 2024 gaming goals, which will be nice. Um, and then we're we're cooking something up, you know, in the content kitchen, so to speak. Uh, for March, so if you liked last year's March uh, episode schedule, you will probably want to tune in for this March. Um, more details come soon. Um, yeah, you guys, have anything else you want to say? We're gonna spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Cool spoilers. Russian chick died. Rip, rip. Cool Tim's Russian. friend. From Monarch, the I show. His partner, was French. Was she French? I don't know. European, probably. Let's just play the European. Yeah. He was across the sea somewhere. Yeah. Over the pond. Over the pond. One of the participants in World War Two. D Day, G Day. Herself, yes. <laughs> Herself. All right. See you guys. Shaw literally was. <laughs>